Hello and welcome to episode 8 of High Flyer. My name is Mimi Dalton and this morning I am welcoming you to my breakfast table. Um, Although it's actually nearly midday because I got home at 2am and guess who was to blame for that? Yes, you're right, it's Deutsche Bahn. We're in for a classic, a vintage episode. I don't know if I can call it vintage when I've only made eight episodes in one series of this podcast, but I'm going to go for it. We're in for a vintage episode. So get yourself a pastry and I'll see you in a minute. Meine Damen und Herren, aufgrund einer Störung der Sicherungstechnik an der Strecke hat unser Zug im Moment sieben Minuten Verspätung über anstoßende Züge. Now, regular listeners of this podcast will notice that I sound a bit husky this morning, and that is because I have been a little bit poorly, but I'm not going to let that deter me from moaning about Deutsche Bahn, and despite being a bit sick, some nice things have happened since I last broadcast to you. Is this a broadcast? I don't know. Anyway, um, three people have been in touch who I haven't spoken to for between seven and ten years, respectively, maybe even twelve, uh, saying how much they're enjoying this podcast. So I want to say a special hello to you, long lost friends. It's really lovely to know that this podcast is reaching beyond my immediate circle of people who have to put up with seeing me every week uh, to people who haven't seen me for such a long time and it's always great to hear that there are more people out there working in the music business who are considering how to tackle this question of how we don't fly as much as possible. Uh, It's also helping me gather some great material for season two Uh, Yes, season two is going to come in the autumn and it's going to be chock full of interviews with other musicians, fellow travellers, people working in this business about their own attempts at not flying, about conversations that we have with promoters, uh, exciting journeys we've had, terrible journeys we've had, all the usual stuff, but not just me talking because... Uh, Let's be honest, I think the number of episodes of me talking is already pushing its limit for what's tolerable. Okay, that's enough rambling for me. Let's get on with the real material. Actually, before we dive into the story of what happened last night, I have to share that I have booked my first ever night train. Hurrah! Okay, I have actually been on a night train once before as a child, but I was with my whole family and we were all sharing a cabin. So it's not the same as this experience on any level, really. I'm doing Frankfurt to Berlin. I'm sleeping in a four-bed compartment with three strangers. I have booked a female-only one on this occasion, but I'm going to get the vibes and see what it's like and hopefully be taking more sleeper trains in future, actually in the near future, because I think there is some stuff happening later this year in my work life, which is going to necessitate me taking some more sleeper trains, which is all rather exciting. So um, I hope I like it. And if you have any advice, apart from don't book a cabin with three strangers, 
Uh, but if you have any advice about how to make it more comfortable, especially sleeping on the couchette benches, please send that advice my way. I want to know everything um, because, well, especially because when I get off the train, I'm meant to be speaking at a conference about this, about green travel, about how, well, not just about green travel, also about commissioning and contemporary music, but about how we make the contemporary music business more environmentally conscious, more environmentally friendly in the way it functions. So yeah, I need my brain to work when I get there and any advice you've got for how I can spend seven hours sleeping on a bench and then wake up and get off the train and sound coherent will be greatly appreciated. Okay, now I really, really am going to get on with the rest of the episode. So last trains, the title of today's episode We all hate them. They're awful. We shouldn't catch them. We should avoid them at all costs. They're either delayed or cancelled or full of drunk people who've had a better time than you because you've been at work or travelling cross-country for hours and hours and hours. But I don't learn and I book them and I always regret it. And I've got three more booked this year because, let's face it, we all know it by now. I am an idiot. Um, So I was bit bitten by the last train mosquito I'm gonna call it I don't know I can't remember what the idiom is uh there's another side effect of being ill is that my brain doesn't really work um I was bitten by the last train mosquito a few weeks ago when I was in England and I was trying to get the last train out of London after doing a show to go and spend some time staying with my parents so I toddle off to the train station. I board three different trains within the space of an hour, none of which managed to actually depart. And eventually it's announced that there will be no trains leaving, no more trains leaving London that evening uh, in the direction that I wanted to go. So I rang my mother and I said, will you come and put me up somewhere else? And she very reasonably, just and that it was very reasonable, said she'd rather knock. She had work in the morning and it was already, like, getting past midnight. Uh, and then I rang the friends that I'd already been staying with for the last week and I said, I'm so sorry, because I know you've already put my bedsheets in the wash, but can I come back? And they said, yes, uh, Jonathan and Stacey, you're saints. Thank you so much. Uh, so, yeah, I should have learnt from that. Don't get last trains, but I'd already booked some more. And last night... Last night, I gave myself an unnecessarily stressful journey. I got the Eurostar out of London quite late in the afternoon because I wanted to have one more morning with people I love in the UK before I came back to Germany for a few days. I think that's a reasonable and good plan. What was really, really stupid about this plan was that I had only left myself 20 minutes to change at Brussels onto the last train departing from Brussels for anywhere near Stuttgart that night. Um, I'd done it because I read on the man in seat 61 that changing at Brussels in 20 minutes was perfectly possible. And I'd booked a seat really near the front of the train. And when we got to Brussels, I, I walked all the way to the front of the Eurostar and I was there by the doors ready to get off and run to my platform. And um, I mean, actually, look, at the end of the day, the the train was on time and I made the next train and that bit of the journey was fine. But it was incredibly stressful. I mean, I, I literally spent the whole Eurostar journey 
looking at my watch, okay, I don't wear a watch, uh, looking at my phone and wondering whether or not we were going to make it on time and looking to see whether the connecting train was there and whether it was delayed and whether it had been cancelled. And um, I also returned to the Man in Seat 61 website and saw that although he said that the change in 20 minutes was possible, he strongly advised against it if you were making an important connection and if missing that connection was going to ruin the rest of your journey. So, yeah, that happened. And... I don't think it was worth it for the stress it caused me. I probably should have left London an hour earlier and had an hour and 20 minutes to change, not 20 minutes. Uh, that was the beginning of the journey, but in the end it's quite dull because I did actually make the train and it was fine. Uh, there were more last trains, however, so that is why the episode is called Last Trains. I should just clarify for anyone listening who doesn't know what the man in seat 61 is, that it is the most amazing website and also Twitter account, which has information, I think, probably about every train line in Europe, every long distance train line in Europe. So if you're trying to plan travel by land, I would strongly encourage you to go there first and look at advice. It doesn't just include advice about kind of what connections are feasible and, you know, the most practical thing of how to get from A to B, but it also includes things like what restaurants are near, train stations where you have layovers, where you can stay, where it's good to sit, where it's bad to sit, all the things like that. So do go and check it out. Uh, I'm not being paid to promote this. It's just a very, very, very good website. Uh, The thing I'm particularly enjoying about his Twitter account at the moment is he keeps announcing the new sleeper train lines that are opening across Europe and it's all very exciting. Um, So yeah, back to my train last night, I made the connection at Brussels, which was meant to be taking me as far as Frankfurt Flughafen, everyone's favourite train station, and just in case you couldn't tell that was sarcastic. Um, It did get me to Frankfurt Flughafen and from there I was meant to be taking, again, the last train from Frankfurt to Stuttgart that night and when it got into Stuttgart, I was going to be in time to make, not the last, but the penultimate S-Bahn from Stuttgart Hauptbahnhof to my local train station. So yeah, it was a lot of last trains. And um, of course, the train from Frankfurt Flughafen to Stuttgart was late. It was so late. It was more than half an hour late. It was late to the level that I couldn't get a refund because Deutsche Bahn only start giving refunds out after an hour. Uh, But, so it wasn't that late, but it was late enough for the train staff to start handing out biscuits because it was past midnight and they knew that everyone was beginning to miss their ongoing connections on local public transport. Um, Actually, I think in that situation, Deutsche Bahn does put on taxis for people. There was certainly an announcement on the train that if you'd missed your last S-Bahn you could go to platform one and they would sort you out. Anyway, I was on this train. I'd missed the penultimate S-Bahn at 55 minutes past midnight and I was watching the clock tick away and my hopes of catching the 1.05 home. And look, the problem with missing the last S-Bahn is there are not very many night buses in this city at all and I was going to have to get a taxi. And if you rewind to Pennywise, Pound Foolish, you'll remember that the whole problem with me catching these trains very late at night or very early in the morning is that once I've paid for the taxi, I haven't actually saved any money. So I was kicking myself and thinking, for fuck's sake, Mimi, you've done it again. I should say at this point, it wasn't really my fault that this had happened. 
when I booked all these last trains, I mean, they're still last trains, so they're still stupid, but they were all meant to get into Stuttgart at 10 minutes past 11 at night, which is a really reasonable time. And then Deutsche Bahn changed the timetable of the Brussels to Stuttgart train, and all my tickets suddenly became trains that got in at 10 past midnight or half past midnight. Um, and this is when it becomes a problem. Um, Deutsche Bahn, you're not listening to this, but I don't quite understand how you can sell me a train ticket advertising it as arriving at one time and lasting a certain number of hours and then literally add another hour to the journey and mean that I miss my last S-Bahn home. Okay, that was quite a long detour and rant. Where were we? Oh yeah, so I'm on this train just outside Stuttgart Hauptbahnhof over half an hour late, watching the clock tick and wondering whether or not I'm going to make that last S-Bahn at this point, I didn't know that Deutsche Bahn would put on free taxis. Uh, and chatting to the guy handing out free biscuits because he was friendly. Uh, and he said, look, let me look up your S-Bahn for you and see where it is. And he said, oh, that's 15 minutes late too, you're fine. So of course it's fucking 15 minutes late. I'm sorry, I'm swearing a lot this morning, I don't know why. I think it's probably because I've been in England and I swear more in English than I do in German. Uh, so yeah, he said, it's late. Of course it's late because everything... All the trains in this country are late. And I made it and it was fine. And I got home at two o'clock in the morning instead of, you know, when I originally booked this journey, I was going to be home at half 11. There's a big difference between two o'clock and half 11, especially when you've let someone else stay in your flat. And when you get home, you then have to change all the bed sheets before you can go to sleep. And that is not anything against the person who stayed. It's very nice to have people staying here when I'm not here. Uh, but changing your bed sheets at two o'clock in the morning when you've been travelling since midday is absolutely not the one. Uh, in fact, I nearly went to sleep on the sofa because I couldn't be asked. Um, you're getting all the exciting anecdotes today, aren't you lucky? I guess the reason I get so annoyed about trains in this country always being late, whether it's a big train or a small train, as I call them, or as you might call them, uh, the intercity trains or the local transport, uh, is because I've just spent a month in England. And in England, everyone always comments on the fact that the trains must be amazing in Germany and on time and so much better than what we have in the UK. And there are two ways in which the trains in Germany are better. The first is that they're cheaper, unless you're going to Berlin. Oh, sorry, Berliners, I don't know why uh, your trains are so expensive. I mean, we all do know why, but it's fucking annoying. Uh, and the other thing that is better about German trains is they're cleaner. I don't know why English trains are so disgusting. Sometimes it's because the rolling stock's very old. But then I can't tell if it's because there aren't personnel looking after the trains and keeping them clean, or if it really is just because the great British public don't know how to look after public spaces and keep them nice. Maybe we just don't deserve nice things. It'd be quite interesting to swap the population of the UK and the population of Germany for a week and see if the Deutsche Bahn trains ended up in the state that most British trains are in. Um, so yeah, that's two ways that Deutsche Bahn is better. But in terms of punctuality, I mean, maybe I'm lucky when I'm in England, but honestly, like every train I caught in the UK, apart from the one I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that just didn't exist, beat Deutsche Bahn by such a long shot. Uh, I Even when I went to Leeds and came back from Leeds, those trains were both on time. Leeds is a really, really long way away from London. I wasn't expecting it to go well, to be fair, but it did. And look, I've gone, I'm have i going to have friends listening to this in the UK because half my listeners are in the UK. 
uh, thinking, well, my train line from here to here is delayed every day, or uh, Southeastern's rubbish, or this is rubbish, or that's rubbish. And I'm sure you're right, I'm sure it's true. I'm not using the British trains frequently enough anymore. Um, the other thing that is superior about British trains is that delay repay starts much sooner. If I remember correctly, it starts at 15 minutes delay, which I think is a far greater incentive to the train companies to run their trains on time, whereas in Germany, delay repay doesn't start till an hour, which means that anything between, you know, being one and 59 minutes late, Deutsche Bahn's just like, yeah, fuck it, there's no repercussions of this for us, so let's, let's be late, doesn't matter, who's going to suffer for that? Um, okay, this is a really really ranty podcast episode but I've just got a lot to get off my chest you know and like the last episode was very virtuous and it was actually about the climate crisis and uh an interesting intellectual conversation so I thought I'd just bring this back down to a base level of me ranting about trains it's very on brand and just like that almost 20 minutes has disappeared now the last two episodes have been a wee bit long so I'm going to keep this one a little bit short just so that you don't think that I'm taking the piss uh i'll be back in a few weeks having done oh i've got such a silly few weeks planned so i've just got back to germany it is what day of the week is it? it's thursday on tuesday i am getting the train to england again and for some reason that i do not understand in fact i do it's because the train ticket was 30 euros cheaper even though someone else is paying for it for some reason I have booked the, I'm going to call it the Kleiner Vig. I'm only going on small trains, on regional trains from Stuttgart to Brussels. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. And I don't know why I did that. And from London, I'm going up to Liverpool. Uh, so that's next Tuesday. And then next Friday, I am coming all the way back from Liverpool to Stuttgart in one go, which I'm dreading. Uh yeah, this is a really good advert for no-fly travel, isn't it? Okay, before I say anything else to put you off, uh, thank you very much for listening. Take care and stay on the ground. Goodbye. Thank you for choosing Deutsche Bahn today. Take care and...